Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Let us waste no time. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. The popcorn moment. Let's do the thing. Let's do. There it is. It's a story you need to hear to believe, and then grab your popcorn, because there is more. The debate last night. The winners, the losers. Look, I already said it. Tim Scott is the is the loser. Because he didn't say anything that sticks with you. He just didn't. As I have been saying, all the ire was really focused on Vivek Ramaswamy, who certainly did not mind going right at candidates. The U.S. has committed nearly $77 billion in aid to the Ukraine war. The administration is now asking Congress for $24 billion more. Regardless of that, the specific, specifics of that plan, is there anyone on stage who would not support the increase of more funding to Ukraine. We would need not Europe, support it. Europe Ramaswamy raised his I mean, hand. I would have Europe step up and do their job. Right, Mr. Ramaswamy, you're, but you're saying you would not too, Governor DeSantis? I will have Europe to pull their weight. Uh, right would, now they're not doing you that. Would not and, I think we need to do, and I think our support should be contingent on them doing it. And I would have support in China uh, to be able to take uh, to be able to take China um, and do what we need to do with China. Mr. Ramaswamy, you would not support an increase of funding to Ukraine. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Russia further into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago or Kensington. I think that we have to put the interests of Americans first, secure our own border instead of somebody else's. And the reality is this is also how we project strength. And by making America strong. Strong. That uh, pilgrimage comment was about uh, Chris Christie, who went to uh, Kiev and gave uh, Zelensky uh, the lyrics to a Bon Jovi song, which was the weirdest, weirdest thing in the world. Uh, Christie, you know, Christie hit back. Let us be honest as Republicans. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change agenda is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. And we have to declare independence for it. And the reality is, the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. And so the reality is, more people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. Governor, right, Governor look, Haley, are you bought and paid for? Down by hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. 
I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. And the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, what's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama. And I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. It was a solid response from Chris Christie. But the, the, by the way, did you catch this from Marjorie Taylor Greene? This was, uh, even, look, I don't know Marjorie Taylor Greene, but this was ridiculous. Something else. I was pretty disgusted at Chris Christie and his racist comment towards the Vic Ramaswamy, where he was like the only skinny guy. On, what did he say? It was comparing him, yeah, to, comparing Obama. him to Obama. Obama. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I, I mean, I honestly thought that was pretty racist. It wasn't racist. You sound like a schmuck. Man, I'm, I'm like two for two with the word schmuck today. I don't know. Maybe I'll hit it again. It's It was so embarrassing to listen to Marjorie Taylor Greene try and make that analysis because it's not analysis. It's, hey, what can I do uh, to help Trump? And, of course, hitting Chris Christie will do it. Super boring stuff. Back to Vivek. He said the most. And when you say the most, you get hit the most. That that, that makes perfect sense. Um, One of the the biggest exchanges uh, that that took place was one about foreign policy between Vivek Ramaswamy and Nikki Haley. It was strong and intense. And you can argue who won. I'll let you hear it for yourself. In full, let me let me play this with limited interruption. You did not raise your hand, meaning that you would support more funding for the Ukraine war. You have uh, said of Governor DeSantis that um, you, you didn't appreciate it when he initially called it a territorial dispute. Why? First of all, the American president needs to have moral clarity. They need to know the difference between right and wrong. They need to know the difference between good and evil. When you look at the situation with Russia and Ukraine, here you have a pro-American country that was invaded by a thug. So when you want to talk about what has been given to Ukraine, less than three and a half percent of our defense budget has been given to Ukraine. If you look at the percentages per GDP, 11 of the European countries have given more than the U.S. But what's really important is go back to when China and Russia held hands, shook hands before the Olympics and named themselves unlimited partners. A win for Russia is a win for China. We have to know that. Ukraine is the first line of defense for us. And the problem that Vivek doesn't understand is he wants wants to hand Ukraine to Russia. He wants to let China eat Taiwan. He wants to go and stop funding Israel. You don't do that to friends. What you do instead is you have the backs of your friends. Ukraine is a front line of defense. Putin has said if Russia, once Russia takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. That's a world war. We're trying to prevent war. Look at what Putin did today. He killed Pergozin. When I was at the UN, the Russian ambassador suddenly died. This guy is a murderer, and you are choosing a murderer over, over a pro-American country. Doesn't matter where you are 
on the Ukraine conversation, that was very well delivered. Very well delivered. Now we get into the back and forth. Turn up your radio. First of all, first of all, first of all, Mr. Ramaswamy, you have 30 and, seconds. Mr. DeSant, you know, Governor Nikki, DeSantis, I wish you well in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon. You know, I'm not on but the, the fact of the matter, Boeing came off of it, but you've been pushing this lie. You've been pushing this lie all week, Nikki. You want Nikki. to go and defund Israel? Just, you want to okay, let me address that. I'm glad you, you brought that up. Go and give you I'm going to address Russia? each of those right now. This is the false lies of a professional politician. There you have it. So you the reality make America is, less safe. You have no foreign me, policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? The, the foreign policy experience that you all have shows in the pointless wars we've gotten into. I have to address that. So- you don't have foreign uh, policy experience, and it shows. The part about that, maybe it's a little harder to hear as opposed to watch, is that Nikki Haley was able to stop him, confuse him, befuddle him, the way he did to Chris Christie, which was stunning. Nikki Haley allowed herself to show that A, command the facts, B, a vision, agree or disagree, right? Well, we, we could do that. And unafraid to go nose to nose because they were standing right next to each other on the debate stage. Uh, and the more I go back over it from last night, the better Nikki Haley did. Now, be clear. Nikki Haley is so far away from this nomination, she's not getting this nomination because who's actually near Trump right now polling-wise in this nomination? But the fascinating part was the level of push on Vivek. It, it, it was it was stunning. Is he the number two guy? But what makes him different than Trump? If he was the number two guy... Aren't they pulling from the same pool of supporters? This is where the polling is going to get fascinating. And I don't know if you have to believe any poll or not. What comes out of this debate over the next couple weeks? What plays? Did Vivek play? Because yes, Vivek took hits. But he also delivered some serious punches and one of the best lines of the night that the family is important and fatherlessness is killing the country. I mean, he's the only guy who brought it up and he's 100% correct.